Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. I know that totally threw you off your game, Trey, when I introduced Marcus Elliott as a mod <laughs> Batman Carol. But there's only music I can find that really kind of fit Marcus's uh, mm-hmm. style, so to speak. Man, if I only had his athleticism, man, this would be something. I'm lost. <laughs> well, I realize... the old school Batman thing? I, no. No, going back to all the recruiting of him when he had the Batmobile and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We put, Which Randy was a violation. Some music. Yeah, yeah Randy, that's right. Randy played some music that was kind of Batman-ish. Marcus's yeah, it was that was actually together. the old school TV show Batmobile that uh, uh, that they brought out. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't the new one, <laughs> or the newer one. Back then, the new one, I guess, was the uh, Michael Keaton Batman uh, Batman car. But uh, I mean, how yeah. many Batmans are there? And and is, is the does the plot ever change? I haven't seen any of them since they since the first well, wave came out. So do they keep? Do they have new villains? Do they? <laughs> Same one. Does it ever no, change? they keep recycling yeah, the villains, the and particularly I mean, Joker the Joker. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But he definitely got a lot darker from the TV show <laughs> to the uh, <laughs> the Michael Keaton one, and then to the uh, to the one after that with um, Batman. Did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it keeps getting darker and darker. Oh, that's really nice. All right, uh, Trey. I'm just going <laughs> to give you an excerpt. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but just an excerpt. Okay. This was put together by Dr. Fitzgerald Hill. Uh, because they knew Batman was coming. They had the mm-hmm. Batcar, everything, Batmobile, everything awaiting a mod Batman carol. Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs> oh, that's from the movie. Movie go, no. I feel like this was the uh, soundtrack to the movie. Well, um, I'm sure you saw this today. Speaking of recruiting and how people uh, different, it, it, it's about the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. And now that's what it's all about. When when you bring either an unofficial visitor on campus. Or you bring on uh, in for an official visit. They got to have the uniform. They got to have the helmet. It's a big deal. I mean, they, they sometimes it's um, matched up with with music, and and it turns from a photo shoot into a video shoot. Yeah. Well, Oklahoma yeah. State kind of took it another level because they couldn't bring their mascot, who just happened to be a horse, right beside the stadium was where apparently his home is. They brought a horse in from off campus, and you can see pictures of recruits, some in their full uniform, sitting on the back of this horse, 
and they got on a cowboy hat, no less. Yeah, well, that gives you a good opportunity also for the graphics team to put together a nice graphic when you're uh, when a recruit commits also, and they, they certainly, you know, they want to have something nice. And I'll, I'll give Chad Morris credit. You know, you never heard me criticize Chad Morris' no, staff no. on recruiting. And when they got to Arkansas, that's when the photo shoot stuff uh, took a, a notch up. They went up another level. They started having, you know, good lighting, and um, they just they took things to the next level. And really, also, you saw the graphics department also take their game up to the next level uh, as part of that. Now, there are levels. I'm fine with if they want to bring a horse in. The stuff that Brian Kelly has been doing with like oh dancing goodness. behind the recruit, and uh, it's just it's very strange. Bizarre. But I guess it's getting a lot of attention, so that's good for them. I don't know. It, it feels very strange to me. <laughs> it's very strange to me. Yeah. Not as strange as Eli Drinkwitz's the gesturing he made during the uh, that three-point shot. I don't know if you saw that. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. Um, by the way, speaking of – well, you're not speaking of Missouri. I'm speaking of Auburn. What in the world is going on there? Yeah. Uh, third coordinator in just less than a month. Yeah, and they've had, I mean, well, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you've lost your defensive coordinator, your offensive coordinator again. Um, they've had, I think he's had six coaches cycle out of there already in a pretty short amount of time. I mean, that's a pretty short amount. I mean, he's he's got one season under him, and he's had six coaches cycle out. Uh, 19 players enter the transfer portal, and it's not all players like like Arkansas had 14 players enter the portal. Okay, you know, two of them were, you know, maybe three if you count Vito Calvaruso, uh, were guys that were playing. Uh, Auburn has lost, you know, they've got offensive linemen they are going to be starting for Ole Miss next year. You know, I mean, they're the defensive linemen. You know, they've lost a couple of key guys there. One that went to UCF to go play. Yeah, I mean, they've yeah they've had like they've had like six defensive linemen enter the transfer portal. I mean, it's I don't know what's going on over there, Mm, but it doesn't feel very good. I mean, there's no I don't think there's a good way to look at what's going on there. And then, I mean, how many games did they lose to close things out? Five. Well, they've, uh, yeah, and yeah. and uh, six coaches compared to five wins. Mm. I mean, uh, yeah, six wins compared to five coaches in the turnover. Yeah, and you've had Brandon Marcello. I don't know if you saw his article, but I thought I thought he made some some pretty interesting points on just the the state of affairs there. And then, um, you know, you combine that with you know Auburn's used to having pretty highly ranked recruiting classes, and they've been 16th and 19th in the last two recruiting classes by their standards. That's not. Uh, very good, and you look at who they're sandwiched between, Alabama and Georgia, <laughs> the two last winners of the national championship, and then there's Auburn, you know, expected to compete with those teams. Those are their two top rivals. So that's, uh, yeah, things aren't, aren't pretty. And I thought he made a good point, too. You know, you in this day and age, you can get let go after two years. They feel like things aren't going in the right direction because, as we know, after you're out of school two years, you know, they're – if they're going to keep you, then they're going to extend your contract, right? That's that's just how it works. So the likelihood of Brian Horson getting a contract extension in December versus being fired in December, which would you take? 
I think I go with the um, <clears throat> the axe dropping. Yeah, yeah. So well, and speaking of contracts, it's surprising we still money. haven't heard anything on Sam Pittman. I mean, we're in February now. Huh. You're right. Yeah, and I haven't heard anything on. Um, you know, the two, uh, Bowman or Adams, I haven't heard anything on their contract. I put in uh, FOI requests on both of those, but, I mean, they don't have to do it yet. I think they've got so many days, and maybe the contracts aren't finalized yet, but we haven't heard anything specific on those contracts, which it's starting to feel like quite a long time on that, too. Hmm. Maybe all three of them are becoming volunteers. That would be nice. <laughs> no, I think they'll be paid. <laughs> I don't think so. Consultants. No, I, I think they're going right. to be paid. Yeah. Let's talk to uh, KC. KC, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Good afternoon, guys. Yeah, Trey, uh, just a quick question. Was signing day coming up pretty quick on us. I know that we're, we had a lot of early commits, and I think we've got like one or two that have yet to sign to commit. And one of them, yeah. uh, Miles Rouser, I think is his name, out of Michigan, yeah. I think it is, the four-star safety. I just kind of wondering about him and if, if he's, Still, I know he was verbally committed since like 2021. And one know if we're still looking pretty good for him, and if if so, and if not, do we have anybody that any any surprises that might pop up? And I'll hang up. And listen. Yeah, I'm not envisioning any surprises. I'm not envisioning Rouser signing tomorrow. There's not going to be anybody signing on National Signing Day tomorrow, and I can tell you. How crazy! Uh, That's something. I know. A good indication of that. Did you guys get the email from Kyle Parkinson on Sam Pittman's press conference tomorrow? I haven't looked at my email. Yeah. Know. Well, don't bother. Recently. Oh. Because there's not one. <laughs> oh. There is no there is no signing day press conference. The first time in 18 years that I've been covering wow. Arkansas athletics, first there's no signing ever. day press conference because there's nobody signing. And if I think if there was the possibility of a surprise signee or something like that, then there would be. I guess be a press conference. I don't know um, to discuss the class as a whole, but yeah, there's there's not not even a Zoom, not even a Zoom press conference wow. tomorrow. So, so that's mm-hmm. the first time ever then, because there's always been one. Yeah, there's always yeah. been one. Even in the COVID year, we hit you know February, so we had it before 2020, um, and then you know we'd cycled all the way back around to where we were doing things again uh, the next year, so we didn't miss it even for that. Okay, I'm I'm. Um... I'm a, speaking of Kyle, just a little confused. The email that I've got from Kyle is that was 4:43, which was um, about. Now, if there's ago. something 4:43, then I may have missed it because I haven't looked at it since 4:43. Well, the last got... thing I see is yeah, 4:43. Razorbacks number eight in USA Today. Yeah, but that's by Kyle. Football. It's all about softball. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but that's by Kyle. And yeah. then last night, have they done a reorganization? Is what I'm saying within the athletic department because um, uh, I've never seen any releases concerning softball mm-hmm. from Kyle. Then last well, night on the Zoom post-game press conference with Mike Neighbors, Kyle was the guy who was orchestrating that. Right. Well, I mean, it's possible that there's a COVID situation. I mean, it feels like, like I was saying the other day, everybody I know has somebody in their family that has COVID if okay. they haven't had it already. So maybe, maybe it's that. Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's um, it certainly seems to like be going uh, spreading out for those who hadn't gotten it yet. So I've ordered it for two years and it got me. 
Okay, I, I have nothing concerning no press conference tomorrow. For yeah, there is there is nothing. I didn't mean to confuse. I was just kind of. Oh, 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 oh. I, I was looking for an actual release. No, it was it was just a joke. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on me. Okay. I'm sitting there looking for it, and it's not there. Okay, now I know yeah. why. Um, Look up. Would you, would you reassure, um, Trey, would you reassure Marcus that um, Arkansas is going to be okay, even though tomorrow Arkansas will not be adding any more to its its um, uh, committed list, uh, <clears throat> or signee list. In fact, Mark, you should be encouraged by this note. Mm-hmm. The majority of this class, it's a record. What nineteen, Trey? Pre-enrolled. Uh, yeah, I think 18. 18, 18, 18 of them yeah. are enrolled, and I mean, we all know the benefit of that. Spring football is you you slow things down, you work on fundamentals, you mm-hmm. you know, slowly integrate things. Fall camp is a little more, you know, fast-paced, expected to know type of stuff. So if you're a newcomer, I mean, there's there's nothing better, I guess, than enrolling early in terms of improving your chances to play. I don't know how many of these guys they're actually going to need to play next year in terms of uh, freshmen because, I mean, Isaiah Satania I think will play. Um, but, I mean, you return a pretty good bit off last year's team, you know, offensively with four offensive linemen, your quarterback, um, you know, two of your top three tight ends are back. you got some work to do at wide receiver, but you brought in Jaden Hazelwood and you've got some other promising young players in addition to Isaiah Satania. Quincy McAdoo, Samuel Bakke, um, you know, and then defensively, you've you've definitely filled some holes. I'd still like to see them, and you know, get some interior defensive tackles. But um, got you a nice end, got you a nice linebacker, a nice corner, a nice safety, in addition to what you have coming back next year. So, um, yeah, I think even though they're not signing anybody tomorrow, they're going to be okay. They have, I think, eight right now for the 2023 class already, uh, including three four stars, which is the number three ranked class in the country right now. And, you know, they've got to do some work to stay there, obviously. And we talked about that this week earlier. But, you know, they've got – they're going to have to add some some big-time recruits. But they're they're in pretty good shape. I mean, as we said yesterday, I think we're – you know, I think we're talking maybe the over-under at maybe number 15 ranked recruiting class because they are off to such a strong start right now. So that's, that's usually a pretty good indication that they'll uh, end up finishing pretty strong. Maybe Trey, you have a can press conference oh. announcing those guys, although you can't do that. No. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was just thinking, Trey, when you and Randy were talking about how 19 guys are already here, that's why there's no press conference. All the signees are already yeah. in school. Yeah, except for just a handful of them that, that aren't enrolled yet. Uh, Patrick Kutis is one. Uh, Isaiah Satania, who we talked about, is also one of those. But, heck, he's right down the road at Fayetteville High School. So, you know, he's got pretty easy access if he wants it. Although technically you can't like, you know, it's interesting as a recruit, when you're being recruited before you sign, like you could go into team meetings, player meetings and all that kind of stuff. You could, you know, get, look at the playbook and all that stuff. But once you sign until you enroll, you're not allowed to do any of that stuff. Isn't that crazy? It is. It is. (laughs) It is. Uh, Trey, uh, were you surprised? Traylon Smith uh, commits to TCU. No, I think that's a. I think he. I mean, he's a, he's a proven power five back. I, I think it was just, um, you know, 
a matter of time before a Power 5 school picked him up. I think TCU, you know, makes sense for them. They lost, um, you know, their starting running back to, to Ole Miss. Um, so they, they had a need there. Uh, I, I definitely think Traylon can play on this level. We've seen him. I mean, he, he rushed for 700-something yards the year before last at Arkansas. So I'm not surprised to see him land on a level like that. I, I'm a little surprised he entered the portal so late because he announced, like, literally the day of the uh, Outback Bowl, um, you know, that he was he was out. But, you know, didn't say he was entering the transfer portal, just say, you know, he wouldn't be back. And, you know, obviously we'll be talking about his COVID year, so super senior um, and some, you know, some players may want to take advantage of that. Some players may not, and kind of thought that he might might not take advantage of it. And I don't know if he had a change of heart or just thinking it over or what. Um, but obviously made a pretty late decision to enter the portal. But I'm not surprised at all that he found a spot. The success sometimes of your program, just as we found out with a guy by the name of uh, what was his name, Burlesworth, something like that. He was a <laughs> He was a preferred walk-on. Um, gosh, Arkansas, seemingly, I had a chance to watch this young man play, uh, not just this past season, but the last couple of years, and that is Daryl Searcy, Jr., from mm-hmm. Joe T. Robinson. He will be a preferred walk-on. What a get. Yep. And then... Uh, yeah, he could have gone to Memphis. He could have he gone to on scholarship to a lot of places. A lot yeah. Of, I mean, Arkansas State, North Texas, Missouri State. Yeah. Um, and then today, uh, I understand from Larry, but I heard this also, Brooks Edmondson, the big offensive lineman from Bryant, is going to be a preferred mm-hmm. walk-on. That's another major get, in my opinion. Um, I mean, they, I think Arkansas is doing extremely well uh, getting some of these preferred walk-ons. Right. You, you have to have a strong walk-on program. No question about that. And, you know, we've seen different coaches approach that differently uh, with how they treat walk-ons. Brett Bielema was very strong on walk-ons, being a former walk-on himself. Um, You know, I think, uh, you know, we've seen times where walk-ons are, you know, basically in the other locker, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just just how things have been. Um, You know, Chad Morris wasn't particularly high on, you know, on his walk-ons, there's his staff. Um, Sam Pittman's done a good job with those guys, and you know, of course, some of them have been awarded scholarships. And Pittman doesn't make a big deal out of it. You have to really dig to find out if somebody's put on scholarship because there's not like some big, you know, celebration or you know, hey, I want these guys to come to the front, you know, and make them do something silly and then tell everybody they're on scholarship. He just kind of quietly does it. <laughs> it's just Pittman's style, I guess. But um, you know, there's. It's important to have a strong walk-on program because, for the most part, you know those guys don't stay a lot of times the full four or five years, um, and you know they kind of trickle off here and there. But a lot of times, I mean, these are guys that are leading your scout team units, you know, and and are integral parts of your program. Very, you may not see them on game days, but they're very important parts. And then you see guys emerge, you know, whether it's a Brandon Burlesworth or a Grant Morgan or George Wilson, that was another great one. Um, it may be a Nathan Perotti, you know, who found a role, or a Dow Loggins who found a role on the team. And, um, you know, Dow was a holder and, um, you know, but also was a lot more than that. You know, he was a guy that um, was basically a player coach for him uh, for a while. So, you know, it's important 
to have. You know, we always talk about the 85 scholarship number. Um, there are a bunch more. <laughs> you know, you'll you're still going to invite 20 walk-ons to go through you fall camp with you. You know, and then you're going to add some more after that. So. It's important to have a good program. And by the way, Perotti went official today. I'm sure you guys have mentioned that official that uh, he won't be returning uh, for his uh, senior year. We, we, I think we covered that pretty good just based on what we were hearing that he wouldn't be back, but finally made official today. And speaking of Brooks Edmondson, one more note. Committed to Princeton, and he had offers from Columbia, Dartmouth, Georgetown, I would say he's more than just a student of the game. Uh, that's tremendous, man. I mean, I, we've, we've speculated on what a scholarship would be worth to a place like Princeton, Yale, Harvard, et cetera. That's, uh, that's significant. Yeah, um, those aren't cheap. <laughs> no. And then uh, safety, John Paul Pickens of Jonesboro, another preferred walk-on. So. Uh, several names, as you say, Troy, we're just now learning about. We'll be walking on as a preferred yep. walk on for the University of Arkansas. All right, Troy, we will talk with you tomorrow. Okay, bye, guys. See you, Troy. Uh, it's Troy Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Services. <laughs>